Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air. And good afternoon, Ashwini. Hey, Michael. Hey there. I have announcements here, Ashwini. Excellent. Recording and listening is a simple and powerful tool that assists us in accessing the wisdom, love, and compassion that is our authentic nature and live the life we want. Our five-week class, which begins September 29th, includes recording and listening exercises and time in class to process your experience. Reflective Listening Buddies is one of our longest-lived and most popular programs for a reason. There is no other support quite like it for practicing presence, with participants required to show up for themselves and another every week for 30 minutes. A new quarter starts October 15th, and registration closes October 1st. And is conditioning talking you out of a commitment that you really want to keep? If so, and if you would like some support, sign up for the Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, which begins October 15th. Participants will be paired with a buddy for accountability and support during this kind and compassionate training. All right, and I have some reminders here, Ashwini, unless you have something else. Lots going on. Full practice calendar. Yes, it is. It's great. And if you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Ashwini today, please press star six and then one. And I would encourage folks to do that. And the conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes would be great. Okay, you ready to get started, Ashwini? Okay, thanks, Michael. Okay, you're welcome. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, uh, this is Helga in Charleston. Hi, Helga. Hey, Helga. Hi. Um, well, so first I wanted to say um, I just read an email uh, that was um, sent out, I think, today uh, about the fundraiser. And mm-hmm. and I, I saw that among the uh, um, uh, ideas that were uh, written out was a pickleball tournament. And I thought, finally, pickleball has made it to Zen practice. So, <laughs> uh-huh. I was, you can't I was be pickled. in swim without seeing people play pickleball. Say that again? I said you cannot be in swim without seeing people play pickleball. Really? Well, I'm mm-hmm. glad to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the latest American craze, that's for sure. I'm just waiting for that book, mm-hmm. um, Zen and the Art of Pickleball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always fun when we, uh, I, I project, Helga, that you play pickleball. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, talk, I talked with uh, Sherry uh, a couple of times about it. Yes, that's one of my things that I get a lot of fun from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I play it regularly, and there's a lot of people here that play it, and I really, really enjoy it. Big fan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, and good <laughs> fundraising idea. Good fundraising idea. Fundraising, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I have to, I have to give it a little more thought um, to see what uh, you know if I could organize something like that. But it was, I just, um, it just, uh, I just got a kick out of seeing that on the list uh-huh. of uh, possible ideas. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, so you know, one thing that um, I wanted to talk about was the assignment for this week. And, you know, as I was, uh, I was reading, I was reading it again and, um, and just sitting here and, you know, what occurred, it's like the, this whole, um, you know, towards the end of, of the assignment, it says something like, uh, you know, be aware of what is aware. Mm-hmm. And uh, I realized, you know, with my mind, I cannot, I cannot, I just cannot wrap my mind around it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I can, you know, I, I see, uh, you know, I can, I can, I experience, you know, being aware of my surrounding, being aware of thoughts, being aware of my body, but it's always like, you know, this duality, this, you know, there's something that is aware of something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, the what I just saw just before the call was like, you know, it's, it's like, this is like this koan that I cannot, mm-hmm. I have, I have no answer for it. I, I cannot uh, conceptualize it. Um, I cannot think my way to it. Um, if I try that, I get a headache. Um. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Well, and I yeah. think that is sort of what the 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 practice of inquiry we, that the assignment talks about, right? The inquiry is not about finding the answer. And when we attempt to find the answer in the ways that we're normally conditioned to find the answer, which which which, which is with the mind, it's impossible. It's not possible to do. I can't do it. It's not something that can be done. And so we we then we just have to let it reveal itself to reveal itself to us that is i i i've read this somewhere i've heard this and i don't know what this is i can't quite do it with my mind without getting a headache and so i basically let it go that i i i am in the process of inquiry not the process of finding an answer which is a completely different process and then see what arises mhm yeah. Yeah. Because there's no other way to do it, right? You've tried the way that comes, that is a conditioned way to do it, and the, and and it's not possible to do. Right. And yet yeah. there's a there's a willingness, there's a sense of curiosity, there's a there's something here that uh, here there's something here to see. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh I yeah. Yeah, you know, I I mean I just I just watch my mind, you know, trying to think trying to think it through so I could have an experience uh mm-hmm. of something yes. that's completely yes. nebulous and, you know, impossible yeah. to 
to think. <laughs> so, yes, that's exactly yeah. right. Yes, yes, because that's what it, that's what we're being challenged by the assignment, challenged by the quality that we're exploring. Is uh, it, it's exactly that that we, we watch the process of what the mind does. And that I think where we ha- we have some experience in doing because we've had the practice of just noticing, right? So we can notice many things. And now, mm-hmm. now there's a, a different pointer in terms of what we practice, which is notice the noticing. And so we're training with that, right? A different shift of attention. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know you know, where to put my attention. Mm. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's, you know, it's like, that's where I'm totally confounded. As I said, you know, I can, I can watch my mind um, mm-hmm. Off, mm-hmm. often. I'm aware oh, of it, thoughts. It, and, you know, you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, it's just delightful, uh, right, Helga, because, you're, you're, you're actually having the experience that is articulated in the assignment, which is, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm confounded, yeah. right? That what, what, what knows is not what is going to deliver this experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the, yeah, and the, the happiest part of the whole process is, uh, there's something that gives up, but not the practitioner, right? At some level, it will arrive. There's a relaxation. The mind falls away, and you'll have the experience. That is almost guaranteed. <laughs> it's just being in the process of that koan where we know. We know what a koan is. It cannot be grasped by the mind. And so, and yet, it has to be in your awareness in order for it to be something that that finally the mind surrenders and the inside arrives. And so the process that you're using to sense what it is, is exactly that. Mm-hmm. The not knowing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can, you know, I can, I notice how, you know, it's like the my mind is going into overdrive. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because we're dissatisfied with that answer, right? <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't handle it, you know. That's right. And that's what, that's, I think, what will allow us to finally give in in whatever way that happens, which is such an, in, such an important process in practice that sometimes the, the, the board of life arranges itself for us to surrender the, the thing that we would never surrender. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. so that's what a koan is, that no matter how hard you try, the mind's not going to solve it. Mm. And yet there is that, oh, God, that can't be the answer to this question. I want to know now, right? I want to mm. figure it out. I want to have the experience. Yeah, it's like, yeah that, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, the mind thinks that it can think itself to that experience. 
yes. You know, yes. if I if I Anytime. just if I can just figure that out, if I can just you know, yes. I don't know mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And there's the humor, right? How okay. the the this the seeing the energy and the momentum, the compulsion of the thinking process while being aware that that's not going to lead you anywhere, but continue to watch, continue to show up, continue to be interested. Continuing not to know, but to trust mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't wait for you to call in and let us know how you, oh, now that you have it, <laughs> when you have it. <laughs> I will. Okay. I will let you know immediately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank uh. you. Thanks for joining us, Helga. And Ashwini, I was imagining those times when my mind is in overdrive, trying to figure out, figure out. Um, and uh, it, for me, it feels like it's just pushing the answer further and further away as I do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can seem that it can seem that way, right? When the more and more entrenched in the mind that you get, the further and further away that it sort of anything in awareness recedes. Yes. And we have another caller here. Next caller. Hello, Ashwini. Oh. Oh. Yes. Next. Go ahead, Michael. <laughs> Hi, Ashwini. Hi, Michael. This is, Hi. <laughs> this, this is Anne in England. Hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. Hello, guys. Uh, I could struggle to get on the show tonight because I couldn't figure out what the time difference was, but I finally did it. Yes. Um, well, welcome. Um, it must be the middle of the night for you. <laughs> well, I'm actually in Spain, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, 2.15. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, All right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, I felt it was very important to stay up and call in because I could do it with some support, please. Mm-hmm. Um, can I give you a little bit of background? Not too much, but just... Oh, oh absolutely. Always helpful to, to mm-hmm. give us a little bit of the context. Okay. Um... I'm going to through a process, quite a hard process at the moment, um, of splitting up or potentially splitting up with my partner of 15 years. And although um, this is a hard situation, at the same time, um, practice is really helping me to stay steady mm-hmm. and be okay with what's happening. Mm-hmm. And to try and be in that process, you know, of not fighting it or there's something wrong. It's just, it's just what is happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess what I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I've got a strong practice at the moment, as I said, which is really helping. But I feel I could just do it with some support, maybe some pointers. Or um, I mean, I was listening to yesterday's that Bellwright radio show, and someone was talking about. Um, being in the process of not loving the situation but being okay with the situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Or not. 
Well, what I you're a little bit faint for me, uh, Anne, but I heard what okay. you said is somebody on the radio show yesterday talking about loving the situ- not loving the situation, but being okay with the situation. Yes, am I a bit clearer now? Yeah, much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, <clears throat> so there's a constant pull. There's a constant pull of going into the process of uh, maybe a little bit of fear of what's going to happen, uh-huh. where I'm going to live, what I'm going to do, how am I going to survive. Mm-hmm. That's extreme. That's extreme for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunately I don't go to that extreme most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. Somewhere in the middle, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so no, no attention. Try- yes. And and how are you practicing with it? Anne? Um, I'm having to do a lot of yoga, so I stay in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, um, these are my actual practices that I'm doing, and then obviously that art is really supporting. Um, uh, actually, what I really am focusing on is noticing when I get into a process of fear or anxiety or, oh, what's going to happen, and kind of coming out mm-hmm. of that and um, make, uh, doing stuff to ensure that I'm more present in my body and not going into the future, you know, because I know, I know we don't know the future, and really, I know that doesn't exist anyway, so... Uh-huh. Well, and, and do you record and listen about it? Yes. Sorry. All the time. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. My sure. because All the time. All the because time. It, yeah. Yeah. Which is the best way to stay here, right? Because what you're noticing, yes. it's a difficult situation. It's a challenging situation. We're vulnerable to conditioning escalating in this situation. However, it does that, right? Takes you to fear, doses of self-hate, whatever it is. And... And because you feel like your practice is strong and stable and you have the recorder, the, the extremes are not where the attention is going. But it, there is a tendency that you're noticing for the attention to go to the conversation about fear. And sometimes if the sensations are so rampant, and then the, so at least I've, it's my experience that actually talking about what's going on for me so that I am not attempting to Deal with the mind mentally. Yeah? Yes. So here's the experience, yes. uh, here's the analogy that Sherry often uses that, yes, we want to return to the breath. But, if, but it's sometimes, it, it takes a lot of mastery to be able to t- direct the attention to the breath and have it stay with the breath. And so you need an anchor for the attention. And one of the most powerful ways to not let the attention wander is to actually... Um, actually talk about what's going on for you on the recorder and then attempt to redirect the attention to the moment. Because if I'm talking, if, if I'm, I'm talking to the recorder to say, I'm observing a conversation that wants to go towards the future and I really want to turn my attention to the moment, I want to be here now for this, if I, I can look out of the window and what I see is these beautiful puffy clouds across the sky and you're talking yourself into the moment, which is very different from saying, ah, the attention wandered to a conversation. It, it, this is what I could do mentally, right? Attention's wandering to a thought. Oh, let me redirect the attention to the puffy cloud, to the moment. I'm, not, I'm going to ignore that conversation. 
But then there, there is a way in which it never, the conversion is not as much. Yeah? I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that last sentence. Well, that means that when you redirect the attention mentally, you think you're redirecting the attention, but you're not. You haven't oh, gotten here yes. yet. Yeah? I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. So the, there's uh, a, lo- there's a higher probability that the attention wanders back. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes, I can see that. So the they recording and listening is my anchor. That's right. And, and you, it sounds like you're doing it a lot. And I, and I don't know how you're doing it. Perhaps um, you're doing the two-handed recording, whatever it is. But it's, so, so if there's, a, if there's a, a battle for the attention, right, it, it, it's, um, it's, to, it's to surrender to what the content of the, of, the, of the mind is, but to articulate it on the recorder and then redirect your attention to the moment by articulating the moment. Because then your attention actually has to be here in order for you to be able to say there's, there's a blue sky and there's three beams of sunlight coming through the window and it's painting my wall and sh- uh, room in shadows that look like this. And now you're actually in the moment. You're perfectly aware of every single thing that's going on here. And that's such a more powerful way to, to, to stay here with your experience, your actual experience. Yeah. Yeah, she's saying that is making me very emotional, and maybe maybe I've been avoiding that a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> because yes, this is someone yes. I love very much, and it's not someone that I haven't got a good relationship with. It's someone that I love very much, mm-hmm. and it's just a bit like grieving, you know, letting go a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and that's another important aspect of this. Uh, right, Anne, because the, going through this, ex- you, you mentioned that your practice is very steady and you're able to stay in there's nothing wrong. But that doesn't mean that it's not an emotional experience for you because mm-hmm. you are going through something, as you said, this is someone you love very much, there's nothing wrong, but there's a separation and there's tremendous amount of grieving around a sense of loss. Right? Mm-hmm. And so to be able to be with that too, so, so we could practice when you say you're, you're emotional, you can talk about what it is that you're feeling, right? I'm, I will miss this person because, the, because of, you know, I enjoy doing this with them. And you can actually be, translate your emotion from, you know, articulate what it means for you when you get emotional. And then you're with your experience through it, right? You're having the experience of a breakup not attempting to be equanimous in a, in, a, in a place that perhaps is not what's coming up for you in the moment. Mm-hmm. Because nothing wrong doesn't yeah. mean you flatline your emotions. No. But, um, I haven't talked to anybody about this. This is the first time I've talked to someone about it because I don't feel that would help me. Um, it feels like the recorder would help me a lot more mm-hmm. um, talking well, to you. And, and and there, yes, and so you'll stay open, right? Whatever, whatever is, is <laughs> it's like uh, all, all bets are off, all standards are out of the window. 
your your intention is to be with her as she goes through this experience and to let her have the experience of something that's challenging, something that is heartbreaking, something that it that you know it's difficult for her. Mm. Yes, thank you very much. Mm. That helps a lot, Ashwini. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And and to stay in touch and to uh, uh, avail yourself of whoever you feel you can feel safe talking about this. Your recorder or some, or practice or however you want to do that to stay close, right? Because the voices yes. the voices will want you to. Uh, it, it might not be an overt or something wrong with the relationship breaking up, but there might be something wrong with how you're how you're handling the breakup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, and stay close. Okay. Thank you. Right. Good night. Good night, Michael. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Anne. And Ashwini, what dropped in for me is compassion and kindness. And I need a lot of compassion and kindness all the time. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just critical. And that's what you know. That's what this practice offers, and it's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And such courage to be able to um, avail ourselves of the support, right? I mean, to be. Yes. To be at at two fifty in the morning, in a, in a different country, to call into mm-hmm. the radio show because the heart needs that support, that compassion. Yeah, yeah, it's heroic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ashwini, we're going to break for good news update, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Thanks, Michael. Mm-hmm. And Jen, I'm going to turn it over to you for good news update. Excellent. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Esota, who is here to speak with us about her experience of working with the most recent Musings article. Welcome, Esota. Hello. Hi. Ah, my God. Hello. It's so... I'm so stressed. It's so... It's so much harder when one knows that it's gonna be cold, you know, compared to when it's random. <laughs> so true. But, yeah. It is so true. It really is, isn't it? It's it's mm-hmm. a whole other level of workshop when you know yes. you're gonna get unmuted. Then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also because it's an article I loved so much, and mm, I've been working yep. on it for the whole week, and there are so many things. But I know that the point here is not trying to remember all the things, yes. but it's just to talk about my experience now. But there is this That's impulse it. to try to remember. I want to remember that I want, you know, I'm yep. so distracting. It's terrible, you know. I will confess to you, Asota, that I was having the exact same experience because it is, the article is absolutely packed with brilliant, beautiful points and and I was having the same experience you were of just, well, I can't possibly hold on to all this. It's completely beside the point. So let's just get on the call and see what <laughs> what unfolds. <laughs> yes. The way, before I knew all this thing about the call, no, the way I was working mm-hmm. with it, 
I divided mm -hmm. it while I, I reading. I was dividing it in little points. So I created mm -hmm. a folder in my recorder. I called it resistance mm -hmm. because it just resonated with me with all uh -huh. these little points. And there were like, I don't know, 15 different points, you know, from the article. Just from the article so itself. Oh, love it. Them. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. exactly. Uh -huh. So you made a recording yeah. with each of those 15 points. Exactly. So also when I listen to it, it's not always the same thing in the same order because if it's the same mm -hmm. thing in the same order, I just zone out and I don't listen to, right. to the second half of it. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, I mean, that right there is such a brilliant tip. So go through the article, pull out the points that really speak to you, record them, and then listen to them in different orders so that you're actually there and present with it and get to hear each one and have each one come back through your conscious awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that 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 was helpful. So can I tell you some that that can Please. Well, that, <laughs> um, the so the situation is that by coincidence I was real or conditioning was telling me I really really hate my job, and mm. that's when mm -hmm. the article came came out and he spoke to me mm. so so deeply, you know. So I thought it was a great mm -hmm. uh, occasion to really work with it. And one of, and I noticed there were many concepts that were new to me. Some I heard before in practice and mm. some were totally new. For example, mm. one that I heard before but not exactly like that. Like I knew that one couldn't expect to have what they wanted to be happy because the two mm. things are not related. That I already knew, you mm. know, because... There are a lot of people mm -hmm. who have all they want and they are unhappy. But I, mm -hmm. I still had this myth that I had to be doing what I wanted or what I liked to be happy. Mm -hmm. I really had the two yeah. things linked together in my life, in my mind, you know. Maybe oh, because yeah. it's a message uh, one receives growing up, I don't know, in the West, sure. you know. If you do oh, what you absolutely. love, you will never work. One That's day right. Your What's life, your you passion? Know? You've got to find what you love, exactly. and that'll make you happy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so it was so. Uh, wow! It was so, so incredible. It blew my mind to think, wow, the two things <laughs> are not necessarily connected, you know. Yes. And and then the way it worked m more practically, you know. Is okay. So mm -hmm. it, it doesn't. It is not necessarily that I, if I do something I don't like, I need to be unhappy about it. But since I was right. unhappy about it, the way it worked, the unhappiness, the way the unhappiness about it worked, was hearing this constant voice in my life, in my mind, saying, "Oh my God, this really sucks. Oh my God, this is so mm -hmm. terrible. Oh my God, I hate it." You know. But another mm -hmm. voice that was super interesting that is also mentioned in the article is the mm -hmm. voice saying that there's something wrong with doing something you don't like. So it's not only, oh my mm. God, you don't like this. Yes. But it's also, oh my yes. God, you don't like this and this is wrong, you know, which is right. one more thing, you know. Yes, that it's I a whole other layer, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because it's yeah. like when it rains, you don't think it's wrong that it rains, you know. You just exactly, it up, you know. But when you're doing exactly. something that you don't like, you think that you sh that you're wrong because if you were the cool person who organized their life mm -hmm. well or whatever, 
you would be doing a job you love, you know, kind of. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, so liberating to get to see. As you say, it's not as if like, these are brand new concepts, or they're, but they're, they land in a different way, and you see subtler layers to them, and that the, the particular way that it comes together, the way you describe it, it's so liberating to see it like that. Yes, exactly, 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 absolutely. And also, um, is is so interesting because it's not a solution now because I, I'm, I'm still I still don't like my job, you know. But mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. interesting to to be looking at it, and and it makes it so yeah. interesting that yeah. it's not even that the brain is not filled with the voice saying. Oh my God, this is so terrible. Well, sometimes it is now, but it's it's also sure. filled with the voice saying, "Oh my God, this is so interesting," you know. Yes, and that is huge, isn't it? To have instead of all of the attention consumed with something wrong, which comes up in a number of places in the article, instead the shift is to actually being aware of the process and noticing the whole thing. That's a completely different orientation to it. Exactly. Ooh, and you know, another thing that was another trick that I fell for that is so well um, explained in the article, at some mm-hmm. point it says that one could fall in the duality and say, ah, so I just have to love it. Because it, by coincidence, it also talks about people not liking their job now. And so it says, oh, right. so I should think that this is my perfect job and my boss is fantastic and everything is great now. And right. it, it, and this is not the solution. Now this is just another another duality that doesn't make sense and would just uh, a brew resentment, kind of, you know, or or, fe- yeah. or feeling an, uh, inadequate for not liking it, or I should really like it. And so that was really interesting too. That being happy about doing something you don't like doesn't mean that you have to like it while you do it, you know. It was so interesting. Yeah. At least that's the way I understood it. It's, it's incredibly liberating, isn't it? So yeah. not to go to the other side of the duality. Oh, no, I love this. This is great, right? Because as you say, then you get the resentment, you get the resignation, you know, that comes with all the that side of things on that side of the duality. But instead, what you're really doing is you're, I mean, one of the, the big things in the article, I think in a number of places is, I can choose not to be unhappy. Yes, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. And you know, oh, because you know, why I was reading it, I was thinking, oh, okay, I can choose not to be unhappy, but I still won't be happy about it. <laughs> but that's condition. Uh-huh. You know? But <laughs> yeah. but it's so interesting because it's the, it's so cool this phrasing, you know, that one can choose not to be unhappy, you know. Because it also yeah. talks a lot about doing and being, you know. And at this point, I, I'm not sure I can, I, I'm able to be happy about it. But I can choose not to be unhappy about it. And I can choose to just be curious and interested in it, you know. Exactly. And, and it feels like one of the essential things you're, you're talking about, Isota, is that when the attention is on the curiosity and the interest, it's not on the conditioned conversation. And the conditioned conversation is the thing that's creating that unhappiness. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. It, it says uh, at the beginning it says that now that uh, that, uh, that the thing that is clear is that not being unhappy is a choice, and that unhappiness is uh, just listening to these voices in our heads telling us that we are unhappy about something. Yeah. 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 Well, and and the thing I see we're we're against our time here, but the thing that I appreciate so much about what you're describing, Asota, is that process of, you know, outcomes the musings article. It really speaks to you. You have a particular content in your life that matches perfectly with it. And so you start to just get in there and work with it. It literally is a training. It's a practice tool. It's a tool that you can apply to the mechanics of suffering. And it's such a brilliant process to do that. And it's such a gift now. Well, because I, I guess everybody has yeah. something they're not happy with their life now. So I, I, I'm sure it's a gift for everyone, you know, but it's so amazing. It's a I miracle so. how this practice thing works, you know, that boom, <laughs> whatever happens, it speaks to us, well, most of us, and leads us uh, through difficult times. It's such a gift. Uh, and, you know, it there does. is another thing. There is a paragraph. Yeah. I just didn't understand one, the, what the point is. Like, I knew that it uh-huh. was something cool, but I, I just don't get it. And so I recorded uh-huh. that too. And I just listened to it from time to time because I'm sure that sooner uh-huh. or later I will get uh, <laughs> I will get uh, what the point is. So that's all fine. Exactly. You know? It's, it's uh-huh. just like that first conversation of the show this evening, right? Of yes, exactly. The, oh, uh-huh. that's a, right? That's a koan. I really, boy, that piece. Uh-huh. But what's so interesting is that it really jumped out at you. You know, you could have also just sort of slid right over it. Like, I don't really get that. Okay, whatever. But it it caught your attention. And so you recorded it and it will, you know, because it's your experience. We've all seen it happen for ourselves many times in practice. It will unfold over time and you'll be going along one time and you'll be, you know, whatever. And it will drop in. Oh, that's what Shwini was talking about in that musings article from whatever Mm -hmm. month ago, years ago. Yes. Yeah. And it happens it's so many times exactly. Yeah. Ah, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm so thankful. Yeah. Oh, me too. And so to thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. Talk about it. Thank All you right. to everyone. Gotcha. Bye bye. And Michael will turn it back over to you and Ashwini. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Isoda. Ashwini, I love that conversation and especially that line in the musings article that happiness is choosing not to be unhappy it's just mm-hmm. it's yeah. so simple and it's like mm-hmm. you know the nail on the head mm-hmm. well and I love the approach that is suggested in working with anything that comes out in practice right here are the things that I don't understand so I'm just going to keep keep listening to them till it till till the Till the mind drops and the awareness reveals what it is as insight and or that wonderful thing. Here's all the things that I, I experience resistance to. <laughs> and so let me, let me look at that further. Let me see what's going on for me. I mean, that's awareness practice in a nutshell. Always the curiosity to get clear about what I'm not. Yes, that's just the word I was going to use, that, that endless curiosity is really a winning strategy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And being fascinated, as Isota was saying, is such an antidote to living in the misery because it alters our relationship to the situation without having to change the situation, which is so brilliant. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And we have more callers here. Okay. Let's call our... You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, this is Mary Jane in Palo Alto. Hi, Mary Jane. Hey, Mary Jane. Hey. So, yeah, I think I got in the queue because, you know, I have an interaction with someone that, like, especially people who get angry or angry at me, and it's so triggering. And then I kind of ruminate or get obsessive and just... uh, Anyway, I like that thing of, like, I'm choosing not to be unhappy, but I just thought, let me call in because I'm feeling a bit identified. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a lovely thing to do, right? So here you are. You have an interaction with somebody, and you know the quality of the interaction that triggers you, and you actually know what the process is when you're triggered. And so unpacking it or processing it is, 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 a, is a way to get support around the identification. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so Mm -hmm. familiar. It's like, how come this keeps happening, you know? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and and it's just, that's such an interesting question, right, Mm. Mary Jane, because we know why it keeps happening. It's a program. (laughs) The Mm. input, program, output, reaction. It, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been cemented by reinforcement ever since it evolved as, your, as a survival or coping mechanism, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it used to be adaptive, like input, anger, uh, output, unsafe, you know, but now input, mm-hmm. anger, I'm not actually unsafe or in danger, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. And therefore, it's sort of what we were, that the good news was touching on, we, we, we change our relationship to it. So now, instead of being in it, I have the capacity to look at it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I have the capacity for it to give me information. Oh, it used to be unsafe, but I'm not unsafe anymore. And so then, then there's that ability to redirect from it, right? Yeah, and also, like, oh, anger from people, it sometimes means, like, this is really important to them, you know. It's like Mm -hmm. a way for someone to say, this is really important to me. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And so there's the ability to explore the process, right? Yeah. If if I'm not taking it personally, then, you know, and I understand projection, (laughs) then what that person is giving me is a lot of information about what's going on for them. Exactly. Which is yeah. in some way helpful to then be able to disidentify sufficiently to do the awareness practice piece of looking at so what's going on for me. Not from the process of, oh, you know, I was the, the meaning the reason I have this experience is because when I was three something happened to me, but simply what's just going on for me, right? Mm, like, oh, I'm feeling this energy in my chest or mm-hmm. uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it's literally physical sensations mainly. Yeah, yeah, and, and what, this is what the voices are saying, and this is what's going on. Because what you're attempting to do is not have a different experience. 
You're not trying to avoid the experience you're having. You're talking about it while you look at it as a way of uh, going through it. Oh, yeah, like kind of, oh, wow, you're having this, but let's be together. Like, let's be in compassion. Let me be in compassion awareness while I'm in Mm -hmm. this. So it's not the same as before, you know. That's right. That's exactly right. And if you are in compassionate awareness, uh, you're in compassionate awareness, you've transformed the process, right? So the original karma or whatever you want to call it process is input, anger is input, uh, survival for safety behavior, right? And Mm -hmm. so now if you're able to look at the process and be fascinated by it and hold it in awareness and bring in the mentor and all of it, you've actually transformed the input output process completely. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm more yeah, I'm more like observing, like, oh, oh, sweetie, Mm -hmm. you're going through oh, I'm sorry, that's that feels really hard and I'm That's I'm right. with you, and you know yeah. uh, I see that this is going on, and you know just uh, yeah, just kind of holding it in awareness, and this is going to pass, you know, and mm-hmm. we're in this together, and um, yes, so that so that having bringing the mentor in has completely transformed the process from unsafe to completely supportive. Yeah, yeah, like, wow, like, you know, we're in, yeah, we're in this together, and, like, you're safe, you know, you are safe, like, because it's kind of, that's what the mentor's saying, like, you are safe, like, you're not in danger anymore, and, you know, and you're allowed to have your experience, like, that was scary before, like, I, I don't, like you said, I don't have to gloss over it, I guess, is what you're saying, like, I can just be in the experience, but with the mentor. And That's compassion. right, and and the the mentor can be uh, the the voice of reassurance, which may be what arose for you in the, however you did the two handed recording or a la conversation earlier with with Anne, right? You can just be with your experience. Mm. Right? I'm, I'm I I have these strong sensations, and somebody just said this, and I watch my thoughts go here and mm. uh, whatever, and disidentify because you're right there observing at, in conscious, compassionate awareness everything that's going on for you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just being, yeah, just observing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, 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 and not doing it mentally, right? Because that's a harder mm. thing to not get disident- I mean, get identified with the whole thing. Going into conditioned mind, if you're viewing your experience with the mind, is a little bit of a, a, a yeah, yeah. place of mastery, right? So if I'm if I'm be, going to be with my experience, just be curious. So what goes on for me here is I I keep thinking about, and it's not an ad, it's not theoretical. You're actually talking really, from yeah, yeah, like just being oh yeah, yeah curiosity helps a lot. Yes, that's mm-hmm. yes. about being compassionate towards myself. Like uh, that's right. It's like mm-hmm. oh, I'm yeah. noticing this, and then it changes, and then there's this story that happens, and. You know, that's uh, right. Like, oh wow, yeah. look at that and where it goes. And, yes. You know. Yeah, uh, and, and and once you've once you've done that, you you'll know the moment where you go, okay, well, I think I'm through this. Now I need to have my attention on the birds or whatever it is, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah. Okay. Because what you're attempting to do is interrupt the program sufficiently, yeah. consistently, yeah. and compellingly enough that it doesn't take root so that it becomes the rumination and the obsession, obsession and the suffering. Yes. Yes, interrupt it and then move on to like, I'm alive, I'm here, it's a beautiful day, yeah. you know, gratitude, so, okay. Yeah. And I don't have to get it right. Like, I'm like, how do I interrupt No. <laughs> well, you, you, yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Because, what does, because even that is something that you can explore, right? What does that mean? Does that mean that you'll never get identified after you got identified this way this time? The circle is broken, I mean, the cycle is interrupted always, that you, you did it right from what perspective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just be curious about that, like, oh, and what does that mean? And, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's no kind of absolutes or, you know, like it's more of an exploration and, and joyfulness, mm-hmm. right, or playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I play mm-hmm. with this even? Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, or, uh, a la our current email class assignment, how can it be fun? And, you know, in the spirit of fun, and or our current assignment in the year-long retreat, which is, I don't know. I'm not looking for an answer here. Yeah, yeah. But I'm interested in the process. Yeah, yeah. And I'll kind of learn as I go. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Mary Jane. It's always fun when, when we have concrete content that we're yeah, in yeah. process with. <laughs> like in the moment. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad the, the show was on. Yeah, I mean, you know I can do my after show radio calls to myself, but it was nice to get on. So. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, Mary Jane. And Ashwini, I'm hearing a theme here of that curiosity again. And, you know, without judgment, really kind of opens up the looking, it seems, more expansive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like whole mind, right, uh, Michael? We, we, whatever is going on for us, we're, we're looking at it with the spirit of inquiry. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we have another caller here. Next caller, you are now live on the air. And would you please introduce yourself? Sure, this is Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hello. Well, so I, too, I'm going through a um, breakup and... um, it's been extremely difficult, very emotional, very painful. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm just calling to, to uh, I guess, get support around that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So going through a breakup, it's very painful and very emotional. Yeah, luckily the practice, you know, I've... Um, I've gotten to, um, I guess, a a level of practice where, um, you know, like you said, there's nothing wrong doesn't mean that we're emotionally flatlined. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm in the there's nothing wrong 
Um, but I'm definitely not emotionally flatlined. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been going. It's just the 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 pattern that I've had in dating is um, that I I tend to date uh, folks that remind me of um, how I was before practice because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of com- compassion. Um, and then I try to like introduce them to practice, and you know, at some point along the way, they usually reject it, um, and then just discard uh, the relationship because they feel pressured to. Um, I don't know. So um, I'm I'm looking at that, and um, that there's this process of taking that personally, um, almost like I'm giving you this beautiful gift. How can you? throw it in the garbage like that. And um, that's kind of like the, the, the sense that I get that. Um, so, yeah, I, I've been working with that, and um, I don't fully understand it, but it feels like I am letting go of, of something very big, um, and it's, like, proven, proving to be very difficult. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So not knowing what it is, what is being letting, let go of in this process, in this latest uh, version of the breakup, but, but, what, but seeing the pattern, right? So here you tend to date people who, who remind you of who you were before practice and that, uh, that you offer the practice because it so transformed you. And that is not well received over time and actually causes the rift in the relationship and and there's a sense of almost rejection because the gift that you're given is not received. And so watching that pattern and watching yourself currently allows you to see that there's something that's actually changing. You don't know what it is, but it's big. It's it's very big. Um, so just a lot of shaking, crying, uh, loss of all the energy because I think there's like a big ego identity invested in savior type of stuff and mm-hmm. uh, I I sense I, I'm outgrowing it but um, the part that no one really talks much about is how freaking hard this is <laughs> this is mm-hmm. really hard uh, hard meaning going through uh, uh, the, the ego dissolution yeah, just the this. I I think when I was more naive, I thought that letting putting down these you know um, dysfunctional or unhelpful identities would be kind of like a joy or a pleasure. Like okay, I'll put this 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 thing down because it's not serving me. But um, mm-hmm. it's it's putting up a big fight, and um, I'm having a really hard time, really hard time with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting phrasing, right, Gabriel, because the, the, the belief is that because you're a spiritual practitioner, you're happy to go through anything that causes the identity to dissolve and for you to transcend ego. And so the experience is not that. So when you said, uh, I'm having a very hard time with it, is the ego having a hard time with it, or is there is that is it just the experience of of hosting that process a difficult one? Yeah, I think the way you said it, the experience of hosting that process is difficult, mm-hmm. and 
Uh, yes, the experience of, of um, almost like observing and witnessing the the reactions um, and the mm-hmm. the tantrums and the 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 attachment, the attachment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that that's sort of what we confront. Right, Gabriel, that why would it be easy? Where does that belief even come from? We haven't gone through it. I mean, we might have gone through some versions of it, which might have been happy because we were really happy to let, let that go. But this deep, that, that, that's sort of um, an interesting observation of the process is the belief that it has to be easy. Yeah, I don't know where I picked that up, but I thought it was going to be joyful to, you know, surrender. Um, you know these ego identity things uh, i I thought it was just gonna be I also imagine it's I could be wrong that like the the process of dying would be mm-hmm. easy in the sense of like i'll I'll be like okay i'm I've had my run, I'm tired, and I'm just gonna mm-hmm. kind of you know go go now and uh but this ego thing is just definitely not saying okay i had my i had my run with gabriel and i i put him through all these awful <laughs> relationships mm-hmm. so now i'm going to leave him alone um it it yeah. feels more like that's not going to happen uh-huh well and and that's why we come down to that you i don't know right because as you said something is there's a transformation that happens and you're trusting the transform you're trusting the process of the transformation it's not, it, it's not, it doesn't need some expectation of how it will go, but, but you have all the tools to be able to be with it, however hard or difficult it is. Yes, Because your choice, your intention is, I'm, I, I, I want to I see every, everything this misery has. If, I think the peace quote from Sherry recently, right? I want to know everything about this misery. Because when I leave it behind, I've learned everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my intention is to wake up and end suffering, and um, yeah. this feels like a nightmare. And um, in that sense, that's that's been a bit of a gift because I'm more motivated to wake up out of a nightmare than a pleasant dream. So, um, that's right. Yeah. So I yeah. feel this this. Motiva- uh, motivation, I guess, is the word to to open my eyes and and wake up and um, <laughs> I, yeah, and face I it. yeah face it. I don't mean face to sound what? like a I don't mean to sound like a Go broken ahead. record, but it's hard. <laughs> oh, uh, Gabriel, I I don't think you sound like a broken record. I, I I would agree with you. It's not easy. Absolutely not. It is hard. It's hard to 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 be in the process of an ego death. I mean, it's why it's called the crucible of suffering, right? Why it's, it's likened to a crucifixion. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. Uh, I, I can't believe I'm still functioning, but, um, uh, I, you know, I, whenever I get a break, I just kind of lie down and just, it's just torture. It's like replaying everything that was said in the relationship and everything that happened and it just keeps going and going and it, it's just like unraveling this. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so there, there's a way in which uh, the, the practice of that is 
is, is a certain surrender, right? Because the process plays it out. And not surrender to the, 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 the ego fighting to stay alive, but surrendering to the process of unraveling. Because you don't even have to keep it together. There, there's, what, what is being dismantled is perhaps even the notion that you somehow have to keep it together as the unraveling is happening, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. The, the unraveling uh, feels fruitful, um, which is how I know that my practice is working because it doesn't feel like senseless rumination or obsessive compulsive, like uh, repeating the same thing. It just feels like there's just this unwinding. Um, and that makes it easier to surrender because I know that it's, um, like I said, it's a fruitful kind of unwinding. Um, it's mm-hmm. just... Without, without, without practice, without this support, without this, this, this conversation, I, I don't, I, I couldn't do it. I can't do it without practice. Mm-hmm. No, no. We, we, we often say, how did we do it without practice? <laughs> we didn't, right? We didn't. Yeah. At least we weren't in the process of transcendence. We weren't in the process of freedom. We were in the process of surviving our are in our landscapes, right? Yeah, yeah. I see that we're at time, but um, I see that we're at time, but um, I, I really appreciate the support, and um, I just want to say thank you and good night. Thank you, Gabriel. Stay close. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us, Gabriel. And wow, the courage and uh, willingness. And this sangha, Ashwina, it's extraordinary. It is totally extraordinary. It really is. What a gift. And, I'm, uh, and, the, pra- and the, the practice, right? The practice, which where in whatever the, the, the challenge of the, of the situation, what doesn't go out of the window is, is availing ourselves of the support that will hold our hearts for us. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an extraordinary gift. Extraordinary mm-hmm. gift. And we're at time, so thank you, Ashwini, and thank you, everyone, and go happy. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. Go happy.